1: Hello, this is your host, Dr. Barry. I want to thank you for listening to the Health and Wealth Collection Podcast. We really enjoyed all the feedback we've been getting so far and hope to be able to provide you with more exciting episodes in the ongoing future. Also, just want to announce that we are now on Anchor FM. We're also always on AfroVirusRadio.com, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, every Thursday. However, we're also on Anchor FM, which will actually mean we're going to be on every podcast platform. So you can always use your favorite podcast app and just search for a Health and Wellness Connection podcast and we should be able to, you should be able to pull up the show very easily. Now, if you'd like to reach me, um, I am Dr. Barry MD on Instagram at Dr. Barry MD. Also, you can check out um, our Facebook page www.facebook.com backslash next level weight loss. Um, also, you want to check out our blog, www.controlyourweight.com, and lastly, and very importantly, is our podcast page. Again, it's Anchor.fm backslash HWC Connection. Again, that's Anchor.fm backslash HWC Connection. And again, we go to our podcast page. You can actually join our of support team and. Maybe make a small donation every month to the show um, Or you can actually uh, listen to the show And uh, listen to some of the sponsors that may come across So just enjoy the show Um, It should be now very easy to get access And get the show on your phone or listening device And of course if you have any issues or concerns Always reach us by email And that is at drberryhealth at gmail.com Again email is drberryhealth at gmail.com Again thanks for listening Stay tuned for the show. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Health and Wellness Connection podcast. This is your host, Dr. Barrett here, and I want to thank you for joining us for another exciting episode of Health and Wellness Information. Now, today's show is going to be uh, a little different. We're going to talk about something, you know, in the news, actually, um, there's been a lot of talk about plant-based meat and uh, it's kind of actually, you know, making a lot of waves I'm sure you guys have heard of the Impossible Burger or um, which is a company based out in California that recently went public and actually, you know, has raised a lot of money there's just a lot of interest in um, these alternative plant-based meats or alternative meats I should say, that are basically plant-based meats now, uh, I think Beyond Meat is another one, they also recently went public and they've just really gotten a lot of attention and there's a lot of Apparently um fast food restaurants like Burger King, Qdoba, KFC, even McDonald's has recently announced a new plant based meat burger. So plant based meats are definitely the news, and you know, I figured we'd take this show and talk about some of these plant based meats and kinda what are they exactly, how are they different from old school vegetarian burgers, and are they really as healthy as they're purported to be? And just kinda just give a general kind of you know, Kind of um, breakdown of these burgers and kind of what you should look at them as someone who's interested in, you know, maybe trying something new and you're, you know, maybe interested in something that would be a helpful substitute or a healthy substitute potentially. Um, and these things potentially may fit the bill. Now let's talk about it. So the plant-based meats burgers are a little different than the, t- the tr- traditional vegetarian burgers. And the vegetarian is kind of a you know, essentially this means no meat, so essentially anything else could be a vegetarian burger. A lot of times you see burgers out that are made from maybe soybeans or or processed or or some sort of a black bean or bean kind of component, and uh, you know, there's been some discussion that the tastes aren't as, as good or as, you know, savory, if you will, than those found in the traditional meat-based burgers that you would find at any typical burger restaurant. Now, burgers are extremely popular and people like that meat flavor. So These plant-based meats are a little different. They're actually processed in a laboratory setting where they actually create some of the actual uh, molecules in meat that are similarly found in plants, isolate those, and kind of create a, essentially a meat in a petri dish, if you will. Now the thing is, it does sound a little freaky, a little disturbing, yes, I agree. However, what they've able to achieve by doing this is actually simulating the taste of meat fairly, fairly closely than it's probably ever been done before. Now, um, you know, one thing that's pretty interesting about these uh, meat-based burgers is that it's essentially made, you know, like it's in a laboratory setting, and it's purported to be as close to the flavor of actual meat than probably in any other true meat-alternative-based Meat, if you will. So, seeing a lot of restaurants now start to use them in their various recipes, trying to mimic their meat-based recipes with this new meat alternative. And apparently, people are actually liking it. Um, maybe many people appreciate the flavor uh, profile being, you know, fairly close to actual beef. And uh, I think it's has got given a lot of headwind, if you will, to the uh, those who are trying to do a meatless diet, a vegetarian-based diet, and uh, you know, something that is actually very popular right now. And I think something these companies are trying to kind of fill in that, that hunger as far as something that would still give it a savory filling flavor of beef, but not actually be animal based. So, um, there's a lot of reasons why people are doing at more or less animal diets. And we've talked about a lot of those on this show, but this is kind of, I think a response to that, if you will, that, um, you see companies trying to create these. And so the crazy thing is that the two most popular versions, the impossible burger, um, as well as the Beyond Meat, which is the other big um, uh, burger, haver really starting to penetrate various stores. Like I said before, um, Impossible Burger has a deal with Burger King now, where you're starting to see these burgers in um, fast food restaurants um, and Burger King. So overall, these, these meat-based burgers are going to be everywhere, and uh, so these plant-based meats burgers will be everywhere soon. So we're going to talk a little bit about them. So let's start with the Impossible Burger. The Impossible Burger is a burger that's typically, so like I said, the Impossible Burger made primarily from water, soy protein concentrate, coconut oil, sunflower oil. So it's, you know, it's the soy protein concentrate. That's what gives it that meaty flavor. And the the thing actually bleeds like a real burger. So if you buy, you can buy actually the frozen patties in your store and cook them on a grill and you actually, you know, sizzle and burn and cook like actual meat. Now, um... Um, sorry, actually, take that back. Impossible Burgers actually aren't available in the grocery store. That's Beyond Meat, which is a similar technology, which we'll discuss shortly. Impossible Burgers you can get though, at restaurants and different uh, establishments, and like I said, it's getting more and more popular every day. Apparently, people are actually responding very positively to these uh, burgers. Now, Beyond Meat is the other popular um, plant-based meat brand. They were actually based in Los Angeles back in two thousand nine. They actually were the first people to sell their patties and burger products in grocery stores. Um, Now, this burger uh, component is primarily made from water, a pea protein isolate. This is what gives it its meaty flavor, canola oil, coconut oil, and uh, other um, non-meat ingredients. So, um, and this is something that they're selling pretty wildly now all over the, the, the country. They're making new deals every day, so they're growing pretty quickly as well. So um, these are kind of the two big ones as far as the plant-based meats and these are the people creating these kind of again uh, plant, uh, plant-based meats to be an alternative to the traditional uh, veggie burger you would see for those who are interested in eating a non-meat-based uh, beef product or meat product I should say. So um, now like I said about the veggie burgers, they've been kind of made for for, for, for decades now from a variety of ingredients, um, like I said, a lot of people use beans. Some people use um, black beans. Um, all kinds of combinations that people have tried. And there's, you know, so many different kinds. So, you know, those are the two big things. So when it comes to these meat-based burgers, I'm mean, sorry, these plant meat-based burgers, I think the main thing we want to look at is what exactly are the health implications of said burgers. Now, compared to beef burgers, one thing we're seeing is that The calorie profile is actually fairly similar, meaning that you don't really get less calories by choosing the plant-based meat burger versus a regular beef burger. So so when you compare the Impossible Whoppers health profile, nutrition profile versus the standard Whoppers nutrition profile, you kind of see some interesting things. So the original Whopper, right, clocks in at about 660 calories, with most of those calories coming from fat. Um, he has about 40 grams of fat, uh, 28 grams of protein. Now, the Impossible Whopper, you know, the uh, plant-based meat counterpart made from Impossible uh, beef, um, Impossible meats ingredients, comes in at, at 630 calories. Again, half from fat, so um, about 30 less calories than your standard Whopper. Um, 34 grams of fat, right? So as compared to the 40 grams of fat found in the beef based burger and 25 grams of protein which is slightly less than the 28 grams of protein we mentioned was in the Whopper. Now one thing where the Impossible Burger these plant based meats absolutely destroy when it comes to comparing these two is the cholesterol. So uh, since it's a plant based product, you don't have those fatty you know, cholesterol cells which is extremely you know, per- you know, pervasive throughout regular beef, but also gives it that flavor profile people like beef for. So um, you look at the Impossible Whopper and it has 10 milligrams of cholesterol compared to the traditional beef based burger, which is 90 milligrams of cholesterol. So significantly higher levels of cholesterol. So those who are you know, suffering from stroke, heart- coronary heart disease, things like that. Would probably benefit a little bit as far as the reduced cholesterol they would take if they were to replace their standard burgers with these impossible beef burgers. However, you know, not all is that is is, is perfect here because when it comes to sodium, sodium levels in these impossible based burgers are actually quite high. Meaning the sodium of the t- traditional impossible burger, or sorry, the, the traditional burger, the beef-based burger, is about 980 milligrams. And uh, the sodium levels found in the Impossible Burger is 1,240 milligrams. So uh, a significant jump in sodium. And we all know that the um, American Heart Association actually recommends no more than 2,300 milligrams of sodium a day. So that burger, the one Impossible Burger is essentially half of your, you know, recommended sodium intake. Um, so it's something that you definitely want to be careful with because, you know, if you're suffering from hypertension or other ailments that are potentially worsened with high sodium intake, you know, if you retain water, for instance, these plant-based burgers may not be ideal for you. Um, and ideally, as far as those American Heart Association recommendations, um, there's really, uh, it's really recommended we take no more than 1,500 milligrams per day, especially if you have hypertension or whatnot. So this burger, it would the Impossible Burger, if you, exact, meaning, would actually really harm you if you're someone who's sensitive to sodium intake. So things like this, definitely want to talk with your doctor as well, because it's very important if you're on a special diet or you're suffering from a certain ailments. You know, you make sure your certain levels are, are being properly monitored. And that's something your physician can help you with. So definitely, you know, you know, consider, you know, talking with your physician regarding some new dietary changes and, uh, you know, make sure you come to good clues. So overall, the, the point is the plant based meats, you know, while some would argue are a more ethical choice since uh, there's reduced, uh, you know, need to, um, you know, raise and process cattle. um Are not necessarily the healthier choice because of some of those issues. So, again, um, so coming to the end of the break here. um, At the end of the the, on the flip side here, we're going to talk a little bit more about the actual plant-based meat phenomenon, as well as some of the other vegetarian alternatives that are actually quite delicious and still, you know, have that meaty profile that a lot of people enjoy. Um, Maybe not as processed, but still something that if you're someone looking at replacing some of those meat dishes entirely eating could be something you should maybe consider checking out um so again it's dr bear here with the health and wellness connection podcast stay tuned uh, after the break we'll have more show peace hello 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 it's dr bear here with the health and wellness connection i want to thank you again for you know listening to the show it's a you know been a great pleasure to create the show and i want to thank you guys for you know checking us out and making sure you're keeping up with some of the trends in health and wellness that we're discussing here um Every day or every week I should say (laughs) Anyway so again thank you guys for Joining us back we're talking about Plant based meats And some of those you know meat alternatives That are kind of all in the news these days I'm sure you guys heard of the Green New Deal um, Where they're promoting Trying to turn America into a more Greener uh, society uh, Trying to reduce the carbon footprint And all that other you know Those other activities That potentially are considered maybe harmful to the earth So um, now, I'm not, I'm no, um, you know, ecologist, but there is definitely a concern as far as um, global warming and all these things that we could do, you know, as a people to help reduce our carbon footprint. Um, they're proposing that maybe more plant based meat um, or just meat alternatives may be ideal for the diet. And one thing I will say and I definitely agree with is that the typical Western diet has extremely high levels of meat. And uh, while meat is very delicious, and I'm a huge fan of traditional beef and uh, fish and chicken and all that, um, the reality is there are some concerns with the level of meat ingestion that is done on a, you know, with biotypical, uh, uh, a biotypical participant in the Western diet. And we know that meat has potentially been associated with higher levels of, of cancer as well as coronary artery disease, which leads to stroke and all sorts of ailments. Um, it's very, I think... In, in, uh important that we start to analyze some of the potential issues, and I think excessive meat consumption is is one of those. So, meat alternatives are something that I think everyone should try to embrace in one way or another. Um, definitely, um, I'm not someone who's advocating full vegetarianism, but you know maybe consider one meal a week. You know instead of having uh, a burger, you try a meatless option, or you know maybe just uh, have a you know meal here or there, and you would notice that. You may see some improvements as far as uh, health, uh, waistline, you know, weight, and other issues. Um, one thing that we're seeing now is that uh, vegetarianism um, has been shown to re- be reduced with, be associated with reduced inflammation, um, people living longer, you know, actually having less food costs and so forth. So, I think there's a place, you know, for things like this, and uh, you know, we're gonna talk more about these plant-based meats. Now, one thing that's important about plant-based meats, and I think we talked about it briefly before the break is that plant-based meats specifically may not be that much healthier than traditional beef options because ultimately it comes down to calorie intake. I think that's one thing we stress a lot especially with uh, the book Next Level Weight Loss. We talk a lot about how to monitor calories, see kind of how you're responding to different calorie changes and using that to help you gain or lose weight. Um, and one thing that's critically important is your old, your overall calorie intake is really probably the most important thing when it comes to, you know, trying to lose weight or trying to maintain your weight or even trying to gain weight. And we're seeing that the calories of these two burgers are essentially identical. So the main benefits are really those cholesterol reduction that you would see in the impossible plant or the plant-based meat option versus the traditional beef option. So I think that is extremely important. Because uh, coronary disease and strokes are some of the biggest killers of of, of folks in America and and in many countries around the world. So I think, um, you know, those meat levels um, may be a way to help, you know, reducing meat levels, intake levels should be a great way to help address those issues. Now, what about um, beside these plant-based processed meats? Some people argue that plant-based meats are just too processed, like the high sodium levels. Things like that are actually something they can't really get around, and they'd rather just try a more... Natural option that's more whole-based. So this is what this is what most dietitians recommend, by the way, um, as opposed to these very highly processed options, um, like these plant-based meat-type meats. Um, actually, going for more whole foods, natural foods, meaning minim- minimal processing, is going to be healthier overall. And there are some really decent options as far as meats that are delicious, or meat-like substances that are delicious. You know, not as processed, but still able to give a lot of um the flavor and, and savoriness that you find in meat that makes it so popular now one is a um meat known as tempeh i don't know if you've heard of that it's something actually based out of indonesia it's a soy based uh soybean based actually meat uh, which is actually a popular thing used in a lot of these uh, vegan restaurants or these soybean based uh meats now one thing i've actually tried in the past as well was um, soy steak which is kind of a variation of this and it's pretty good actually a lot of protein and fiber um, similar to tofu um, and it can be made into patties as well um, so it's a really you know decent option I would highly recommend that if you're someone who's looking especially if you like Asian food this is something that a lot of these uh, uh, vegan style um, Asian restaurants like to use and their you know uh, preparations And it's actually very tasty very nutty kind of a savory flavor to it so tempeh is something that I would highly recommend you try um, you can also see it sometimes called soy steak, uh, but again, check that out. Now tofu, that's another option as far as an uh, uh, alternative uh, soy based product. Now tofu has gone through a lot of changes. Um, it used to be pretty bland, but nowadays there's some really delicious options that some of the uh, vegan chefs out there have kind of looked at and really made it actually pretty tasty. Now tofu, tofu is also made from a coagulated soy milk. And it's kind of pressed and until you know turns into blocks. So it's again another soy-based uh, option, high in protein, which is a g- good thing about soy. Um, also, um, high levels of calcium and iron. Um, so it's extremely healthy. Now, soy. Some people would argue that there is some you know minuscule levels of estrogen or estrogen-type molecules. So some people would argue that it would you know it's not ideal for men. Um, the study has shown that the levels are so small that it's really insignificant. Um, so it's nothing that is contraindicated in men for any for that matter. So I think soy is a great option for someone who's looking at again a um, a type of meat alternative that has that flavor and savor that you would find actually in meat. Um, now those who don't like soy, um, C10, which is S E I T A N, another meat alternative. Um, is actually a free, pretty um, tasty meat made from wheat gluten. It's kind of interesting because. Um, they can actually make it so that it's similar to chicken or turkey. I actually had it the other day um, at another uh, vegan option-style restaurant. Um, very delicious. Um, it has this kind of almost like a meat, like a chicken-type texture. You really wouldn't be able to tell the difference, at least the way it was prepared. It was like a stir-fry-type meal. I should post a picture, which I'll do next time when I'm at that spot. But it can also, you know, it has a lot of variety as far as how it's prepared. So people have done... Um, Actually, uh, uh, ribs and bacon and pork chops out of out of C10. So just to that flavor that it has naturally, apparently is uh, great when trying to mimic meat-based uh, food. So C10 is another um, meat alternative you could try if you're interested in uh, looking at different options as far as meat-based alternatives that aren't as processed as those plant-based meats. Now uh, uh, another great, or I would say, very popular option as far as alternative whole, um, uh, meat alternatives is jackfruit. Jackfruit is one of those, uh, fruits that it's kind of been known in certain cultures, but it's really kind of getting more mainstream. And, uh, it was funny. I was one time I was in LA, uh, walking around. I saw a bunch of guys just surrounding this large jackfruit stand seller. And <laughs> she was really selling a hell of a lot of fruit that day. She was just moving it. Tons of people around her, Cracking them up, eating right there. It was like uh, almost like a gathering. I was like, wow, this is really <laughs> something that people have been craving. And that seller made some, some good money that day. So clearly, it's you know, that's one thing I just saw, you know, and one little spot in LA. But it's definitely, I think, a trend that's being seen all around um, uh, the world, really. Um, it's actually kind of interesting. It's a species that's kind of a mix between a fig and a mulberry. So it has like a weird, um, Kind of origin, but when it's cooked, it actually has a very similar taste and texture to pulled pork. So it's something that people can actually, you know, put in some barbecue sauce, some spices, maple syrup, and it has a very, very similar taste to pork or some sort of, you know, meat based barbecue. So it's extremely popular. Um, Some people just kind of make it into like a barbecue meat, like a pulled pork, and use it wherever they would use pulled pork, like on the potatoes or Next, some collard greens or some, you know, uh, beans or whatever. So it's just a very versatile, um, very delicious fruit. Apparently, um, has a rich kind of savory uh, flavor to it, and you know it's actually great with barbecue. Apparently, so jackfruit is something I would highly recommend you check out if you're on in, in the West Coast or you know, especially if you're in Asia listening, you can probably find it easy. Um, it's actually actually coming in many grocery stores in the uh, in North America area as well. So check out jackfruit i would highly um, recommend that if you're someone looking for a meat alternative um, to start to maybe introduce to your diet so um, you know that's uh, kind of you know where we're at today as far as these meat alternatives Uh, there's some definitely some great options i think eating less meat should be a goal for everyone Um, meat is great and very delicious but i think too much of it can be problematic Um, so i would highly recommend people maybe choose one day out of the week and decide to eat nothing but meatless options. And you would be shocked that, you know, it's something that isn't as bad as it you would think it would be as far as finding meals that are filling, flavorful, savory, and just overall, you know, fulfilling. So that's one thing that I think that the vegetarian options have not been able to achieve. But I think some of these um, you know, plant-based meats, as well as, you know, exploring other foods and other parts of the world that you know, where vegetarianism is actually Quite common, and they've actually found a lot of delicious ways to make it, you know, a fair, a, a delicious way to eat. So, again, check out um, some of those alternatives we mentioned. Uh, maybe go check out, you know, one of these Impossible Burgers or these, you know, new um, burgers on the next time you go out to eat, and you'll be surprised that it's not as bad um, as um, it has historically been. And I think that's something that people will probably find, you know, a great option to choose going forward. Again, that's all for the show today. This is your host, Dr. Barry. Thanks for listening. We will be back next week.
0: Thanks and wellness podcast for more info check us out on facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash next level weight loss our show can also be found on soundcloud at www.soundcloud.com forward slash hw connection lastly for any inquiries email us at dr at gmail.com until next time